Studios. This, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. Yo, DJ, drop that beat. Oh, it's on now. Is it on now? It's time. It's showtime. It's showtime. Hey, now. Happy Step 3 Eve, Ontario. Yay! And I don't feel left out this time living in KW. Yeah, I... Kat, I mean, I, I just... I was listening to Justin Trudeau yesterday. He's such a fuck. Like, honestly, Justin, he, he was arguing with a reporter about the border. And, I mean, the border is still closed. It's been closed for... Uh, 15, 16 months now, mm-hmm. and they keep extending it and extending it, and people are trying to figure out why. Like, does Justin believe vaccines don't work? Because if that's the case, he's proving it. But if you believe vaccines work, then you got to reopen the damn border. And it's not just about people wanting to go to Disney World and shit like that. People have been going to Disney World since the beginning because the rules are different if you fly versus if you drive. And for the life of me, I cannot figure out what the inherent danger is here. Uh, Somebody, Matt, he's a longtime listener, was tweeting me about it. Matt lives in the Niagara area. And he said, well, it's because Niagara doesn't have enough shots to vaccinate their their young people, their teenagers. Mm -hmm. And they make up a lot of the hospitality jobs. I mean, if you're not vaccinated and you don't feel safe, then don't go to work. If you're not vaccinated, but you take the appropriate steps that we've been taking all along for the last 16 months, like wear a mask, wear goggles or a face shield if you have to, wash your hands, then you're fine. We're at a time right now where we've got more people double vaxxed than not double vaxxed. Right. We didn't even think we would have vaccines at this point. When, how many years did you think we were going to keep the economy closed? Um, There's too many people that rely on this shit. There's too many people that border has got to get reopened because uh, yesterday some lawmakers on in on the Canadian and American side of the border pointed out. And they're quite right that uh, right now there is no manual. There's no book that the border guards can can point to and say, oh, no, that's a non-essential reason for travel. It's completely up to the discretion of the guy or girl that you happen to get. Right. I got turned away for a perfectly legitimate reason. Yet a friend of mine returned from the UK last night, flew, didn't have to quarantine, didn't have to take a test. Yeah. How is that fair? Where are we at exactly for those who, because for me, I I didn't have plans, nor do I have plans to drive across the border. I think if I were to have a trip, I would probably opt to fly. So where are we at in terms of the potential for a that? I want to use the term vaccination passport, but even just proof of vaccination to get through. Is that not even an option being considered or has that been an option being considered or will it be? Do we know in order to cross the border? Because I mean, I'm with you if vaccines are safe and they say that they are and they will go a long way in preventing any spread if that's what they're worried about. Someone coming in with COVID, we us going there with COVID. If we're double vaxxed, everything should be fine. So proof going in, that's still not an that's still nothing that we can come to the conclusion of? Well, the vaccine passport thing is a really interesting subject, and I want to circle back to that. But right now what we have is because the government is so goddamn slow and most of them are morons and can't figure out a very basic concept. Right now, what you have to do is, you know, that little paper copy that you get when you get your second shot, Yeah, you can take that and take a picture of it, or you can go into the vaccine portal again and print off that piece of paper for yourself. And what you do is you download the arrive can app 
Everybody should have that, by the way. If you're going to be traveling, you should have the ArriveCan app on your phone. So in the ArriveCan app, there's a way to upload a picture of that piece of paper, which is easily forged, by the way. It's such a joke. But you can upload a picture of it to the ArriveCan app before you get to the border. The guards will see, okay, here's his receipt. He's double vaxxed. You're good to go. And you don't have to self-isolate when you return to Canada. But it's a bizarre set of rules where you can fly to Vegas, Miami, you can go on a cruise, you can go to Europe, you can go anywhere in the world you want if you fly. But if you drive, nope, borders closed. Essential reasons only, and it's up to Joe Blow or Sally, whomever, to decide if your reason is essential. And one guard in booth number five might say, yep, that's an essential reason, go ahead. But the, uh, with the exact same reason, the guard in booth six might say, nope, and turn you around and send you back to Canada. Hmm. It's a goddamn joke. Yeah, it's stupid, cat. Yeah, it seems uh, confusing. Listen to Justin for a second here from yesterday. Hi, Morgan Lowry from Canadian Press. Um, so France has added its voice to those who are calling on Canada to reopen its borders. The current order expires in a week. Given that people and businesses need time to prepare, can we expect a change to the status quo on July 21st? I think it's important to understand, particularly as we look around the world right now, what's happening with the Delta variant in far too many places, that as much as it feels great that we're coming through this pandemic, we are not through this pandemic yet. We're all still wearing masks. We're all still socially distanced. We're doing better than just about any other country on vaccination levels and it's just wonderful to see and keep making sure that everyone lines up to get those second uh, second vaccine appointments but we still have to be careful we've seen places have to roll back into restrictions and as eager as people are to open up i know nobody wants to have to go backwards yeah. So as we have been every step of the way, we are going to be cautious and responsible and take things step by step. We need to make sure that all the sacrifices Canadians have taken over the past many years, uh, many, many months, year and a half, aren't in vain as we get so close to the finish line. Like you can tell he's not a smart man by any means. Like if you actually watch the video and you can at scottandcat.ca, click on my daily COVID update. You can see he's looking up at the sky. He's looking down at his feet. He was trying to come up with something because he walked himself right into a contradiction. He flat out said it. We're leading the world in vaccinations. We're safe. We're safe. Open the goddamn border or... Make the rules consistent. You don't want to open the border? Fine. Shut down the skies. Shut down the airplanes. No more travel at all. Border closure means border closure means border closure. Don't shut it down for the people who can't afford to fly or just plain can't fly. Just shut up and stop. And if you want to pull this shit where we don't want to go back, we don't want to go back, then solve the problem, Justin. We're not going back. We are not going back. Not with almost 60% of the country double vaxxed and more and more and more getting done every single day. We're not going back. There's no reason to go back. The only way we would go back is so you can hang on to power. (laughs) You know what's so funny is that there's a lot of people that believe we will go back. A lot of people believe the variants. And and that being said, it's not like it's a far off quote unquote theory. It's not even necessarily a theory. It's something that could happen. But believe the variants 
will continue to be just that. That's what they are, is variants of this. And that, oh, there's eventually going to be a strain that it looks as though the vaccines can't really handle, and thus we will shut down again. Now, some of that is just like, wacky theory but i think they're so afraid of something like that happening and maybe it's a combo of two it's a combo of the power and also of a fear of something like that happening again because you know that it's just going to look bad on them if they reopen everything and then some fucking xyz variant comes along and fucks us all back into a step one step two scenario listen i am so sick and tired of these people who don't know what they're talking about like justin right there caught himself in his own contradiction uh, advocating for this incredibly insane shit. You don't have to look very far. The UK fully open America fully open. No problems. There are people getting sick and those are mainly people that are not fully vaccinated. We all know how to protect ourselves at this point. Enough is enough. Let's fucking go. And when it comes to us closing down again, yeah, cat, maybe there will be a fourth wave. And when and if there's a fourth wave, we will deal with it then. We're not going to shut down everything now Mm -hmm. in case something happens in November. We can't. Boris Johnson was absolutely right over in the UK. There's a smart individual surrounded by smart people. Boris said, if we don't open now, we won't open this year. Because in the fall and in the winter, the virus has the advantage. Right now is the time to open. It is the time to normalize. It's the time to get the government out of people's lives. No more do Doug fucking Ford. Fuck you, Doug! (laughs) And Justin Trudeau have a right to interfere in your life. You're double-vaxxed, you're good. Continue to be safe and be smart. Take care of your own health. Wash your hands. Distance from people. Even if you are double-vaxxed. Still take precautions. But enough of this helicopter parent, Justin's your dad, following you around, picking up after you and telling you how to live your life. Enough's enough, Justin. Open it up. Or or make it consistent. The same rules that apply to the ground should apply to the sky. It doesn't matter how you leave the country. It just matters whether or not you do. And if it's safe to fly out, it's safe to drive out. What are they worried about? Day trips? They worried about people going to the fucking Walden Galleria and eating dinner at the Cheesecake Factory? Is that seriously the concern here? Because I otherwise I can't understand the difference between air and car. I don't understand why we've got the borders closed on land but wide open in the air. It makes no sense at all. Open the border, Justin. Do it. Uh, For you. Well, seriously, <laughs> enough's enough. Like, uh, enough fucking around here. We all did our part. We've done our part. People are still getting fucked left, right, and center. There's businesses that are losing money. Yesterday, the Bank of Canada downgraded their prediction for how well our economy could do this year because the restrictions have dragged on way longer than even they thought they would. You've done enough damage here, Justin. You've done enough damage here, Doug. Stay the fuck out of it. Let adults act like adults and let's get yeah, on. Yeah, you're fired up. I am fired yeah. up because fuck them. You know, I mean, <clears throat> I'm very happy for my friend who came back from the UK. And I mean, that person is an arguably an essential worker. Okay, fine. But no testing at the airport. No test at all. No quarantine hotel. No quarantine for 14 days upon arrival. None of that shit. They didn't go over there for an is set. Well, argue it was compassionate grounds. They have a sick relative. That's why they were over in the UK. So I get it. Great. 
But if they don't have to have any uh, uh, any hoops that they have to jump through because they flew, why in the holy shit are we making people quarantine for 14 days if they drove? It makes no goddamn sense. Mm-hmm. It's stupid. A couple other things here, Kat. Let's talk about Apple. I think Apple doesn't like sex. What? It's actually kind of silly. Uh, people have just recently noticed that, you know, the weather app on an iPhone? Yeah. It will never tell you when it's 69 degrees outside. Really? Yeah. In America, they use Fahrenheit. For those who don't know, the rest of the world uses Celsius, but America's special. So they don't show you the number 69. They'll tell you if it's 68 or if it's 70, but never 69. For real? And is this and is this because it is a sexual position? Yeah. No. Maybe. Oh, so it's like an actual <laughs> maybe that's why. I, I mean, that's what people are speculating, that they're just a bunch of prudes or they don't want a whole bunch of screenshots rolling mm. around like, hey, let's have a 69. Right. The weather outside is, <laughs> you fuck my face. <laughs> I mean, guys, there's a whole fucking Ariana Grande song about 69ing. You don't have to be prudes about this whole thing. I don't understand uh, the- that. I don't understand the story. Just like on that topic, I don't understand the censoring of that. It's a number, and all you're doing is making it worse. If this is the case, let's say, and I guess we can't confirm that that's exactly the reason why, but let's assume so. And if you're assuming so, to completely avoid the number 69, you're making it worse. It's a number. That is an, that's a number. That was a number before it became a sexual position. It wasn't the other way around. So what's mm-hmm. the big fucking deal? Are you afraid that a, a kid's going to see it's 69 degrees out? What's a 69? Like kids who don't know, don't fucking know. Who cares? Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. And Apple hasn't said one way or the other why that is. But the most coherent strategy or sorry, theory that I've heard about this is they must be sourcing their weather data in celsius but then for the american iphones converting it to fahrenheit so 20 degrees celsius is 68 degrees fahrenheit 21 degrees is 69.8 which would just get rounded up to 70 so that's a good explanation or maybe they just don't like fun what's your fucking problem apple it should always be 69 out (laughs) (laughs) okay that's interesting well you know what i find interesting is the people that figure that out that's that's interesting like what were you were you just hoping that it would become 69 so that you could send that screenshot probably right so you could send that screenshot and be like the weather is this right yeah every every uh early fall and late spring you can get excited for the possibility of a screenshot that says 69 on it just photoshop it like everyone else does yeah, exactly. Like, uh, newsflash, uh, the Apple weather app has never said it is hot as balls outside. Yeah. But somebody creative with Photoshop yeah. managed to make it, and it's been shared millions and millions of times. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, free trip to the moon. It's free, guaranteed you'll get home safely. You said this morning on our FM radio show you still wouldn't go. I don't think I'd go, no. What is it about the moon that you don't like? You know what? Is it just not interesting? Yeah, you nailed it. It isn't interesting to me. I don't care. Like, I, there was nothing more boring to me than when they had that stupid thing they called a helicopter, but it was a drone up checking Mm. shit out on any planet that's dusty, like, that's dusty, like Mars, or like, just basically a rock like the moon. I, I get no excitement out of it. I am so not interested. It's, uh... 
a survey that they did and they asked people because space tourism is real. It's a thing now. Richard Branson just went into space. Jeff Bezos is going to space. Elon Musk could go up any day he wants. I mean, SpaceX is just they're just cranking out those flights left, right and center. It's great. And very soon, wealthier people will be allowed to travel into space, although not really space. The one that uh, Richard Branson did, the Virgin Galactic flight, it was inner space, Mm. not outer space. Technically, you're in space and there's weightlessness, but you're not actually in outer space. You're still too close to the Earth for that. But anyway, you could go. And they asked people if we if it was free and we guaranteed you would return safely. Only 40, sorry, uh, 42% said they would reject that chance. Wow. And the number one reasons that people said they don't want to go to the moon, it would be boring. It would be scary. They're afraid of flying, mm-hmm. fear of heights, mm-hmm. claustrophobia. Mm-hmm. They're too old or there's no point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've, I mean, there is no point. <laughs> there was never a point in going to the moon. Yeah. There's nothing on the moon. Yeah, I agree. And for me, here's the only thing that I would be interested in. I think that moment when you look at the Earth from that moon area, from that general area, when you look down on Earth, I'm sure that would be a moment that would take your breath away. The The moon itself I'll take that's that's a that's a nope that's a, no, fuck no not interested but looking down at earth on my way up there or over there however you want to put it I would probably be in awe in that moment and that would be the only moment that I would that I would enjoy if I took that trip just looking back like I can see my house from here no I think it would just look really beautiful I mean I assume yeah. it would look uh look beautiful I see documentaries all the time I watch those kind of space things and I think it looks it looks gorgeous, and I think that would be a, a lovely like out of body experience almost, just seeing it. But the moon itself, hmm, fuck that, no, not interested. Yeah, I mean the moon for me, I'd like to go just because I mean from the time I was a kid, I loved space, and I don't know if that came from Star Wars or ET or what, but I loved the idea of going to space, and we were always told when we were little. Someday you'll all be flying around in spaceships. Well, that hasn't even fucking happened. We still don't even have one machine that will wash and dry your clothes. We're nowhere close to (laughs) all flying around spaceships. And if you haven't noticed, we haven't even mastered the fucking car yet. There's accidents all over the place. Yeah. So, no, it's not a good idea for us to all have our own spaceships. But I would like to go. And if they said, you know what? It's free and you'll get home safely. We promise we will take good care of you. I'd probably roll the dice on that and you take do it. do it, eh? The wow. one of those concerns that actually seems legit to me is the claustrophobia. Mm-hmm. It takes three days to get to the moon. That's how far away it is, even in a spaceship. Three days to yeah, get there. Fuck that, man. I don't even like being on a plane for five hours. There's no way I'd last for three days on the way to the moon. Like, no thanks. Yeah, being in that ship, not being able to get any fresh air. I mean, I don't even like flying to Europe, to be perfectly honest with you, and that's only seven hours. Three days on that plane to get there, and then when you do get there, if you even have like a slight puncture in your suit, you're going to get sucked out into space and your head will pop off. Like, that seems like scary shit to me. Your head's going to explode and shit. Yes, all of those things. I'm afraid of all of those things. But once you're there, and if you're there safely... That'd be pretty fucking cool. I think it'd be neat. I I would probably do it, but it's not like if you're in the Caribbean. 
You could be in the Caribbean and shit could go down at home. You could get home the same day from the Caribbean. In most cases, from most islands, there's enough flights and you may have to connect, but you could get off that Caribbean island and get back to Canada within a few hours. You can't do that on the moon. No. You know what it is, too? There's not a lot of, like, other other than the fact it's the moon. So I understand, like, the cool factor there because it's the moon. But they, it's almost like they need some more, like, cool celebrity endorsement for this if they want it to take off. Like, when I read the headline, like, Richard Branson went, like, okay, who gives a shit? Like, that's not that's not sexy. Of course we know Richard Branson can go to the moon. It's Richard Branson. Like, oh, Elon Musk went? Cool. Like, that's awesome. You need some, like, badass celebrities, right, that they, they, they go to the moon. And I know there's some that are already interested in it. And I've even trained, and I believe you do have to train quite a bit to even be involved in this, on top of the fact you need to be rich. Oh, then I'm out. Fuck that. You, need, you do. You have that. to train. Obviously, they're not just going to slap a suit on you and hope for the best. Like, you need to, they need to make sure you're not dumb and you don't open up all of your fucking flaps on your suit or some shit in the oh. middle of space. That's they, the same shit as when you take one of those stupid scuba lessons when you're down at a resort in the Caribbean. Yes. Like, oh, we trained you for 10 minutes. Go ahead. Go for a deep dive. Yes. <laughs> you know? And how many times do people make mistakes there? Maybe not fatal mistakes, but mistakes. If you make a mistake up there, you're fucked. And it's not like a, you know, a plane where there's a, like a wild passenger and they got to turn around and go back and, and, and land again in Tennessee. It's the fucking moon. If you're halfway to the moon, you're sitting there with a dead fucking body. That's just, mm. you know, if something goes terribly wrong. I mean, there's too many bad scenarios I think of. Ah, uh, no thanks. No. Last but certainly not least, have you ever been fucked by autocorrect? <laughs> Has, have you yes. ever sent a message that you did not intend to send, yes. but autocorrect? Yes. I feel bad for both these people because you can tell it was an honest-to-God mistake, but they were both devastated dog groomer decided to text the owner of the dog they were grooming to let them know okay it's pickup time the text message says i'm gonna read it right off the the screen here dexter is dead (gasps) oh my god oh sorry autocorrect dexter is ready now oh my god that's not even close Ready now, autocorrected to dead. How did that happen? There's no Did that really happen? That's insane. Hi, Dexter is dead. What? Sorry, stupid (laughs) autocorrect. Dexter is ready now. He had a great time. Could, Could you imagine? Like, okay, I'm trying to think of this from both perspectives. I like to do that. So as the person who dropped my dog at the groomer, if I got that message, fucking heartbreaking, right? Like, Nobody wants to, nobody wants to be told that by text message especially. I'd be like, "What do you mean? That's a terrible feeling, right? You'd feel horrible." And then on the other side, imagine being that that person that had your dog that texted that to you in that moment it hit you, between like hitting send and realizing like, "Oh, fuck. I got to quickly fix this. Like I didn't mean it. Wait, no. Autocorrect." Like I would feel like a bag of shit if I did that to somebody. I would feel like a bag of shit, too. I mean, and you can't take that back, that feeling that they felt when they read, I, I, I dropped off my dog an hour ago and now they're dead? What the fuck happened? What did you do? Seriously, you can never take that feeling back from them, what they felt when they read that text message. Yeah. No matter how quickly you reply, 
and that's if you even notice that you sent it wrong. Sometimes you click send oh. and autocorrect seems to do something after the fact between when you've pressed send and when it gets delivered and it changes it. It oh seems God. like in any way. Imagine you didn't notice. Okay, so that's a that's a good example. So let's imagine you're the groomer. You didn't notice that it autocorrected to, to Dexter's dead and you're an emoji person. So Dexter's dead. Smiley face, smiley face, sunshine, rainbow, puppy puppy emoji, (laughs) hairbrush, snip, snip, scissors, send. Holy shit. I'd be like, what? What is happening? And why are you so happy about it? What a catastrophe. Uh, Everybody understood what happened, though. And Dexter is just fine. And you can tell the groomer felt like shit, too, because she sent like a ton of pictures to say, look, here he is. He's all happy and his hair is cut. and He looks good. I promise he's not dead. Wait, she goes to pick up Dexter and it's like, wait a minute. This doesn't look quite like Dexter. (laughs) I dropped off a beagle and that's a husky. What are you trying to pull here? She calls someone like, I need a husky quick, please, God, I need to replace this fucking dead dog. It's not like a goldfish. You can't do that. (laughs) Dexter is fine and adorable in case you're wondering, and it is the feature image on this podcast if you want to take a look. Um, You know, I totally got distracted because I was so mad at Justin Trudeau. I, uh, we forgot to talk about the vaccine passports, but we're at a time for today. So tomorrow... Is Dave joining us or is he off because he's on vacation? This you know week? what? I think we'll all find out together. I'm certainly not going to be the one to bug him and text him and ask him. But if he he knows what we do and the time we do it, it's right after nine. Hence the title. So if he comes in here, we are happy to have him and we will definitely have uh, some fun combos with him. And if not, it'll be us. And hopefully you'll like it just the same. Spoiler alert. And I know this is not a popular opinion amongst everybody, but I don't understand why everybody's opposed to vaccine passports quote unquote, I honestly do not understand what the opposition to this is, but we will break it all down tomorrow. Happy step three Eve, everybody. We will catch your ass right back here tomorrow. Sweet ass. The Olympics start next week and it was just announced that due to COVID, Olympians will have to take their medals off a tray and place them around their own necks. (laughs) And just like uh, your neighbor's house on Halloween, the tray will have a giant sign that says, please take one. Apple unveiled a new magnetic battery pack, which attaches to the back of the phone to charge. They say it's the most convenient system you'll ever leave in a hotel room. Well, get this. I heard about a hospital in Texas that had two baby booms in a row delivering 107 babies in just 91 hours. It was crazy. The maternity ward was like a pitching machine at a batting cage. McDonald's franchisees are reportedly planning to offer employees emergency childcare in an effort to bring in new workers. It's called the ball pit. All right, I'll see you in a few hours. Hey, if there's fries down there, don't you eat them. The After 9 Podcast is powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold, guaranteed, or he'll buy it. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.